Hey, welcome to the Airbrand Podcast, episode nine. Uh, so what are we doing? I have the pleasure of having my mentor, Eddie Kane, on my podcast today. Hey, what's up? All right. It's a pleasure to have you up here. So I wanted to talk to you because I know you're my mentor. So I want to ask you some questions because usually in my podcast, I ask a question. Um, so are you living your best life for you? So as a mentor, what, well, like, how could you lead somebody in the right direction for it to like live as they live their life throughout as possible as much as they can? Well, first you have to do it by your own example. Uh, uh, words without an example are worthless. Secondly, you have to be available whenever any opportunity is given to that individual or individuals to be a listening ear, to give advice, to give instruction, and to also learn from. Yeah, that's perfect. Because I know it's been plenty of times you have helped guided me and through like simple situations. Like I guess in my in a sense there were there was hard situations, but you had simplified them for me because clearly you have more knowledge than I do, and <laughs> uh, stupidity is easy. In, in certain situations, so you it's almost it's dumbfounded in a way of how you can go about things without knowing that you're doing the wrong thing. So you got to you have to reach out to other people to um, help guide you and educate you. Yeah, when I was young, a struggle I had is I didn't stop to understand that people that had more experience than me knew more than me. They didn't have to have gone through what I went through, everything I went through, but the fact that they had experienced a lot more things than I had and some things, you know, uh, that I hadn't, they knew what they were talking about. And so the mistake I made was thinking I was wiser than they were. Yeah. Um, some, I, I guess I can, I'm over enough to say this too now. Um, some young people, they, they, feel like they know better than others or they, they have run, they come across um, older adults that like, oh, they don't feel like, like they think they know too much or they get in a situation where like some adults feel like they can't learn from the younger generation. And each, you can learn from anybody essentially because there's it's so much knowledge out there. You just have to be willing to take it in. Yeah, you've always got to be teachable. If you're ever too old to learn, you're in trouble. Plain and simple and not. Uh, I'm 63 years old, and I still learn stuff every single day. Yeah, um, this has been like working here. It's been certain situations kids have taught me as well, and, and I sit back and laugh. I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is how it feels, huh? So, but I, I think it's cool because you're um, it's all it's like you're growing together, and especially in this ministry. That's true. It's always a team thing. It's never an individual thing. And when I, I got in trouble a lot through life because I thought I was it was it was a Lone Ranger thing. It was me against the world. I had to know I had to learn I had to do. And for some strange reason, I felt like if I didn't know the answer, that made me dumb. Uh, you know, so I, I would go ahead and do the wrong thing, thinking I knew without bothering to ask somebody that knew. And other times I had people that would look at me and tell me, boy, you don't know what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. And I'd say, well, I got to do something. So I would move ahead, do what I thought, find out the hard way. It cost me time. It cost me effort. It cost me money. 
that they were right all along, and I could have saved myself the trouble if I had just listened. That's right. And I think um, we're working here as well. Like, you you want a mentor and stuff that people will teach you, but I think also that God is your biggest advocate. Um, you can use him as your voice as well if you technically don't know how to use your own voice. And, um, and of course, he's going to guide you. You just have to read the word and stuff because there's different scenarios in life and like scripture that can help you and like one that I really like is um was it Jeremiah twenty nine eleven? You know that one hard more than me. I get stuck in the middle and I don't want to quote the um, verse wrong. But yeah, that one's really it, it inspires me as well, like throughout my everyday life. I uh the Bible says if any man lacks, lacks wisdom, let him ask it of God. So I often pray, God give me wisdom. Give me understanding. Give me discernment. Recently, a, a verse that has come to mind that I've known for forever says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Uh, and lean not or rely not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Is it Proverbs? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Yeah. And he will direct your path. Yeah. So obviously, if he tells you that's what you need to do, then obviously you need to do it. Yeah. Uh, relying on your own judgment. Uh when there's when God's available, when godly people are available, when people you care about are available, is a foolish thing to do. Yeah. It's just like what I was saying that some people feel like they're no more knowledge. We get in that situation where we like, oh, we feel like we know more than God and we really don't. So we have to trust him as much as possible. But with, with, with all your heart. I know that's hard because it's certain situations you get in and you're like, dang, did God give up on me? Uh, is he still there? Like, is he still watching over me? So you can't get, you have to get out of that and like get back into your own faith. One thing for sure is you were created with choice. Mm -hmm. That's what man has that animals don't have, among other things, is God created us with choice. Mm -hmm. The angels don't have a choice, but we have a choice. So when God did that, he accepted responsibility for the fact that not only do you have the option to make the right choice, you have the option to make the wrong choice. Adam and Eve made the wrong choice, which put the whole human race into a situation that they couldn't get out of. But God had a plan. And plain and simple, even before he created man, he had a plan that if man failed, that Jesus would come and make a way. You know, that that gives that kind of God, that kind of wisdom, that kind of caring for us, because he didn't have to do that, makes it easier for me to have faith and trust him because he put himself on the line for us when he didn't have to. He paid a price we can't imagine when he didn't have to. Why? Because he cares. And nobody else has ever cared for us like that. Not a single one. No love that you will ever encounter will, will be comparable to God's love for you. Yeah, and like that's that's the best example of, of love because it's very it's very unconditional, and that's another reason why I like um, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven because like oh I'm always thinking about my future and planning and like I gotta like I have a lot of hope for it and I know I can do great things so I'm always like I like I try to stay in the Word and stuff. And use it to guide me and like uplift me. 
especially with um, what is it, worship songs. Yeah, music is music is a language all unto itself, and it's uh it's very encouraging, very uplifting, and in my good times and my bad times, I remember the songs, the hymns, mm-hmm. the scripture songs, the worship songs I've heard through the years, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do this because you keep referring to it. So okay. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. That's the English Standard Version of it, Jeremiah 29, 11. And God never had a bad plan for any of us. Mm -hmm. Our choices could make the plans go in a different direction, but all all plans God has for us are good. And from before we are even created, before we are even born, God has a plan for us, but it's up to us. It's our choice mm-hmm. to accept him and follow his ways and to live in relationship with him and to seek out and follow that plan. If we don't, it's not on God. It's on us. Yeah, because um, you can make a fool out of yourself, but like, I guess not trusting. And I know like me, Julie, anybody else, we make decisions and like we think in a way that they're best for us, but in the, the outcome shows us otherwise. And we end up looking dumb in the end. And it's countless, like, your your countless um, times that you're learning from these lessons. Like, (laughs) we're going to end up becoming historians in the end. Well, the amazing thing is, is I used to play chess when I was 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. I was never great at chess, Mm -hmm. but I used to play chess. But I've thought about the game of chess in my adult life. And the thing about God is if God played chess and life was a chessboard, then God thinks out every single move of every single object on the board, every every player on the board, every man on the board, all the way through to the end before God makes a move. Every single possibility, and there are millions of every move that you could make. God sees it all, figures it all out. So why would we not trust him who knows the beginning from the end and knows everything? And he's, he's played it all out in his head. In his head. Mm-hmm. But we think in our finite mind somehow that we're, <laughs> and it doesn't even compare. Yeah. It doesn't even compare. And when God says, trust me, all he's asking you to do is to do things his way, the way it's instructed in his word, and trust the outcome to God. Yeah, and I think, like, and me as much as anybody, we try to rush our finished product, and we have to trust our process and go through these things so we can, we can essentially can learn from them and build more onto ourselves. It's hard to understand when you're young, and I have been young before, of course. It's hard to understand that once you come to Jesus and you surrender your life to him and you choose to live life for him in his way, in relationship with him, that you're going to live forever. Mm -hmm. So the here and now, your whole earthly life, even if it's 100 years, is a drop in the bucket compared to eternity. You are going to live forever. So sometimes we put too much emphasis on what we expect out of this life. Because some of the things God intends for us is not going to come until eternity. So you have to keep that in perspective. That is, it, it, it often describes 
in the Old Testament that our lives are like a like a blade of grass or a flower, mm-hmm. that we're here and then we're gone. It's like just a moment. And 60 years, 100 years in the context of forever is nothing. It's like a, the Bible says a, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day with the Lord, which means time is irrelevant. But if you stop and really break that down, if a day is as a thousand years, then the last 2000 years of human history have been like two days in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. Now, that's my, that's mind boggling. But it's the truth. If you take that scripture, literally, that the last 2000 years of human history have been like two days as far as time goes with God because he lives outside of time. Yeah, um, and we we all we all try to um, speed up the process in time, and it's not it, we can't control it. We can't control it. We want to control many things, but it's out of our hands. But we can, I guess, follow a certain way, like with probably God's way, God's way, and help us go in the right step, the right journey, and. Follow his steps. Yeah, he's already laid out the plan in his word. Mm-hmm. It's a set of goals. He's made it plain from start to finish. If you if you read, you study, you learn his word, and you allow him to apply it to your life, and you live by those principles in context of relationship with him, you cannot go wrong. Uh, plain and simple. He's already made it. He's made it simple for us. You know, here it is. Here's the plan. You know, here's the way. Walk in it, mm-hmm. and that's uh. That's what he desires us to do is uh, follow him. He's not asking us to go somewhere he hasn't been. The Bible says that Jesus went through everything that we did, has been tempted in every part that we are, except he was successful. And patience Mm -hmm. is is the key. The older you get, you learn patience one way or the other. And this is not in the scripture, but it's principle. Yesterday's gone. You cannot change yesterday. Mm -hmm. You're not promised to live till tomorrow. So what's the only time you can do anything about? Today. You can't do anything about tomorrow yet. You can't do anything about yesterday. It's gone. So all you can do is live one day, one step at a time, one day at a time. And it's when we get so caught up with the past and the future Mm -hmm. that we can't live the present that it's an issue. And all we're asked to do is live the present with the future in mind. Yeah. Um, remind me of the design I was doing. I was living for tomorrow and people really didn't understand it, but essentially they are. Like, you're planning ahead. Like, you you kind of, you're right. That's why we set goals and stuff. Like, this is what you're going to complete in this time frame. But, um, what is it? Growing up, we, you, we had different people like in our um, neighborhood we call old heads, but they give us like gems and it's just basically little drops of knowledge. So what would you want to leave with somebody today? Like that's listening. Like this is probably like the best advice I could give you. And that's fairly easy. Thanks. Uh, you can have everything that life and the world has to offer. And if you have God, you have nothing. You can have nothing in this life that life has to offer and everybody thinks is important. But if you have God, you have everything. Well, thank you. That concludes episode nine. We thank you for listening. And I thank you for joining today.